Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, I know you probably know that off just like off of memory now because I say the exact same thing every time. But, uh, you know, this is Octavian Fulton, joined by my co host, Derek Anderson Jr. How are you doing today, Derek? Man, I am excited to be here to be able to spread the knowledge and kingdom message. Uh, well, I should say, knowledge of the kingdom. Uh, and just being able to spread truth that others can hear, learn from it, and grow from it, just as we did when we heard it. And we were able to just go with it. I mean, you know, even just starting this podcast because we just got a uh, a little bit of the kingdom and, you know, we wanted to know more. So one thing about being a scholar, we know that we have really invested time into studying the scriptures, into um, basically, basically devoting ourselves to becoming a student of the word, a student of, uh, you know, what Yeshua actually taught, which was to bring uh, the culture of heaven on earth. And in order to do that, we know we have to change the way we think, change our belief systems. So I'm not trying to get into a teaching, but I... um, We know it's easier with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know it's just that a lot of people want to know what it is that they're supposed to do, how they're supposed to live, what benefits are out there for their life and not knowing is really what can hinder them. So I'm just great that we can use this podcast, uh, this platform in order to share their truth and their knowledge. I'm doing, um, fine today. And, you know, it's, it's just great to have so many platforms to where we can come on and just, you know, talk about these things because, um, you know, if we if we pay attention to Yeshua's life, um, and you know, our lives are gonna be, you know, uh different. We're in a different age. A lot of us have families and things like that. So you really can't just, you know, spend a lot of time just talking about the word all day, every day. But it's just, you know, when you really make the um Yahweh first, you know, you love him with all your as the scriptures say, all your mind, all your soul, all your heart, like, you know, in everything, you really just seek him and you learn from him. And you just, you know, see things from his perspective a lot of the time. So you just want to talk about this stuff so much. So uh, sometimes I'd be wishing we could do three-hour podcasts. You know, it'd be hard to edit. But just to be able to talk, you know what I'm saying, it's just, it, it's so great. So, you know, um, all that just to say, like, I'm happy to be here to be able to talk uh, and share things that we see, you know, from a kingdom perspective, because as born again believers, that's what we're here for. We all come together to speak, build each other up, iron sharpens iron, you know, it's great to fellowship with the ambassadors in any form that you can, you know, in today's age, it's more, so much more than just coming together, meeting up in a single place. We ain't going to get into that because, you know, we can easily just start talking about people who feel like they got to come into a building to worship and all that. But, uh, Yeah. So that's my spiel. So we can go ahead and get into these topics. But first, you know, we kind of want to start off with something new. Let's go get back. I was just talking about religion, but we go go back to the old Kojic days and, you know, we go see who got testimonies. (laughs) First, before we get into, you know, speaking what the Lord has given to us. So um, I can go ahead and go first, you know. Um, 
I just, you know, one thing uh, I always say, and I probably said it on this podcast before, is that a lot of people, when they give testimonies back in the day, they didn't give a lot of testimonies on how the father actually transformed their way of thinking, how they impacted them personally. It was just always, he did this, he did that. You know, uh, somebody was sick, they got healed and all that other stuff. But they never really uh, talked about how Elohim actually brought light into areas of darkness in their thinking. So um, I just always like to give testimonies on that. And my testimony is just recently, I've just really started really getting into making sure that every single morning, you know, not finding excuses because we can always find an excuse to like get up, you know, make the word the first thing you hear, meditate, pray, listen to some type of teaching. You know, the scripture says uh, when you pray in your um it says speaking tongues but when we pray in our language of heavenly fire we speak directly to the father and it helps build you up you know when we speak in our language of heavenly fire and i I talk about this in the teaching that we have coming up that we speak the will of the father to him and that's what the scripture prefaces when it says all things work together for the good for those who love yahweh who those who are called according to his purpose People quote that scripture, but the scripture before it was talking about speaking in your language of heavenly fire. So speaking in your language of heavenly fire does so much for your life. A lot of people quote that scripture, but they don't believe in speaking in tongues, you know. So they they be trying to give and take or what they want to do with the scripture, but you can't do that. But just learning the importance of to pray in your language of heavenly fire, speak the um speak the word of the Father you know um making sure he's the first thing that you hear in the morning that you seek in the morning building yourself up like Yeshua used to do when he was go- when he would go off into the wilderness and you know pray first thing in the morning before he did anything and one scripture says when the disciples were looking for him hey for peter the first thing he said to him when he saw him was like man we've been looking for you bro where you been and the first thing Yeshua said to him i need to go to this city to do the work that I'm supposed to do. He made sure he woke up and sought the father on what he was supposed to do for the day and prepared himself for that day so he can go and make sure that he was walking in true kingdom dominion, doing his purpose and hearing what the father had planned for him for that day. And, you know, I I, I make sure I meditate that because there's been a lot of days where I didn't wake up, meditate, seek the father and stuff like that. You just found some type of excuse and you just felt like you went through the day feeling kind of dry. And you maybe wondered, like, did I miss something that I might have was supposed to do? Maybe I should have turned right when I turned left. Maybe I should have went up when I went down. Is that something that I missed? And I don't ever want to feel like that. That's that's how it feels to feel like you're going through a dry place. So um, that's my testimony. Um, just really learning the importance of seeking the Father, being led by Him in every single day of your life. You know, this is something that, you know, is for those who persevere, those who are diligent. You know, every single day, one thing the uh, enemy tried to put in my head, you know, you know, he plants seeds that he tried to see if you go let be planted. He said, you know, it's going to be a tough thing trying to make sure that you get up and pray every single day. You know, I was like, well, it's either that or every single day I uh, I plant I plant seeds to make sure that I follow you every day. And we, you know, they both go bear some type of fruit. I'd rather make sure I put in the work to follow him every morning than follow you every morning, you know. I'm going to regret that. So, you know, that's my testimony. So on you, Minister Derek. <laughs> I got a similar testimony. Um, excuse me. 
And one thing about me and Octavian is that we really strive to basically live out the will of the father. We're focused on doing what he wants us to do because we understand that we're not here uh, to basically please ourselves. You know, we're not here to live a life uh, of just having a good time. Scripture says only, show, a food, <laughs> only a fool thinks about having a good time. So, and, and you know, and scripture also says that, that a wise man thinks about death. Uh, it, it doesn't mean that he just constantly thinks about death, but he prepares for it. So in preparation for our day, you know, another scripture says that, um, what does it say? Is it Tehillim Psalms 90 and 12, I think? Uh, teach me to number my days. So one thing about it is that we understand the importance of a day and what that day can contain. Just as Octavian was saying, when you understand how important a day is in the the, the seeds you can plant, the uh, basically the laws that you can practice to set yourself up for success, uh, because we know that um, success is predictable. So what are you doing every day? And Dr. Larry taught this like, there are so many things that come up now that I think back to when he was teaching four or five years. Was I... 2016, 2016, four uh, years ago. That's five years ago. That is five years ago. Yeah. Goodness gracious, I'm getting old. So, um, don't say that. I'm, <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> so things that he was teaching then, it makes so much sense now. But then it was, it was just like he was, you know, almost just laying the foundation for today, and he never stopped building on those principles that he was teaching then. Uh, so, uh, so like I say, just understanding about setting goals each and every day in order to, uh, for, uh, fulfill your purpose in the earth and, and the, uh, goals that you have set, you know, as Octavian said, getting up and staying in the presence of the father every day, you know, that we, we do that because that was something Yeshua did. And we follow after Yeshua, you know, so many people, uh, talk about, you know, what David did this, that, you know, some religions will say that, well, David messed up, well. Uh, Solomon messed up. Well, um, who's somebody else that messed up? Jonah messed up. They'll name all these people um, in uh, the scriptures, but they won't point to who we're actually supposed to be living like, which is the word. And we know that we have been empowered to live out the word. What it takes is faith. Our belief system has to change. And that's what Octavian was basically talking about is having that belief system to know that you can overcome these different circumstances. Bring it out, Pastor. <laughs> Even if you believe that um, Yeshua said it, Yeshua say uh, nothing is impossible to him who believes. So that's what made uh, Abraham or Abraham so great was the fact that he, you know, despite what he saw in the natural or the soulless realm, he was able to overcome because he believed the father. There are so many instances where Abraham uh, uses faith. I mean, what we see in uh, scripture, those are instances too, but Abraham, his life, uh, basically his being was him walking in, uh, the, his faith in his belief system. You know, what he did was a representation of what he believed. So all, uh, when it came to him, he, and he carried his family on his faith. Um, if you look at, uh, when his wife doubted Elohim, when, you know, the, the relationship between him, him and his son, that's a whole different teaching, but the whole point I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to pull out is just that we know um, that faith without uh, work it talks about it in Yakub or James that faith without works is dead. So the works that is talking about is actually using it to overcome the circumstances in your life that are trying to keep you in that natural realm that are trying to keep you in that soulless realm. It's your thinking. So your, your belief system, I mean, faith is, is, it is believing. 
So when you have that type of belief system, okay, I'm, I'm going to slow down. It, it's so much I want to get out. Enoch walked with Elohim. Uh, Noah, or, or Noah, he walked with Elohim. It says that, that, that they walked with him. And I actually looked up that word, and I don't forget it now. It's a Hebrew word. I, I have to pull it out next time. But they had what made them, um, it, it was their being. What made their being was their thinking. They lived a life of faith. So it, scripture says that it's impossible to please Elohim without faith. Uh, because if we don't believe, how can we produce the righteousness which he uh, wants to see? As Octavian said, you know, well, I can't do it. I can't get up in the morning and pray. You know, that, that can change your whole attitude for the day. If you're not walking in obedience, walking and living out of your born-again spirit, then what you're walking in is darkness. And so in order for us to believe that we can live a righteous life, we have to first get rid of the doubt. You know, uh, there are seeds of doubt that the enemy plants. Just as Octavian just said, and, and it it is there to keep us um, in, uh, what should I say, at a baby level. Because Elohim don't care. I mean, not Elohim, forgive me. Old serpent does not care uh, about you uh, getting saved. You know, scripture says that heaven rejoices, and it does when, when a soul is saved. But the old serpent, when he see that, you know, if what he is counting on is that you don't get knowledge. All right, that's what he's counting on. If you don't get any knowledge to to uh to basically change your way of thinking, change your way of being. If you constantly stay at that baby stage where you hope, where you hoping, wishing, praying for miracles, then he knows that the life that you live or the life that you possess from what you know is not a threat to him. Okay? So, in saying all that, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get into my testimony. I think I got into a little teaching there. But with one thing for me, it was kind of similar. It wasn't, I, I pray, I do make sure to pray every day, pray in the spirit every day. But for me, sometimes um, when it comes to the word, I will put that off. As far as when I get up in the morning, one thing that, you know, I'll listen to the word. I'll, um, you know, I'll listen to teaching. But I'll, I won't always sit down and look over what I've uh, been listening to. And you actually have a higher level, Dr. Larry talks about this, you have a higher level of retention when you see what you're um, listening to and when you're writing it down. So in order, of, one thing that convicted me was just that um, it showed me that I wasn't putting the word for, first or, you know, Elohim first. And, uh, and the Hebrew alphabet is, uh, for one, is uh, the number one is Aleph. And uh, the Aleph, it means was strong, was first. Uh, a lot of times it's making reference to the Father. And if what I want to point out is those uh, 10 laws that govern a nation. The first one, a lot of people say is, uh, what is it? He wants no other gods before him. Uh, but really, that's making reference He's to... He's talking about the Ten uh, Commandments for y'all that don't know. Yeah, you might... <laughs> yeah, the Ten Commandments for those who haven't come up to date on kingdom terms. <laughs> so, uh, those ten national laws that govern a nation, the first one he actually says is, I am Yahweh. I brought you out of the land of uh, Egypt, out of the house of bondage. That's what that first one is. He's letting you know that it was him that delivered you. It was him who, uh, you know, when... <laughs> I'm when the strong Joe, shepherd that did it. I left. I'm the strong shepherd. Right. Yeah, he was letting them know that it was him. 
uh when when uh job w- was questioning them and saying all these things uh or yob i'm sorry uh elohim said where were you you know you, you didn't do uh any of this elohim was letting him know that it was me that Elohim is our creator. He's the one that we look to every day that knows how we're designed, what we ought to do, how we're to live, walk, and uh, be <laughs> is the whole point. Be, being, we're all about being, not wanting, not desiring, we're all about being. And once we get that uh, understanding of to be an ambassador, to be uh, one who walks in true righteousness or alignment with the Father, then we'll understand what to do. So once I get the word, scripture says, you know, your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. So his word is something that I med- meditate on daily, that when something comes up that's against his law, uh, the spirit, because the spirit is subject to the law, it brings that, um, what is it called? That supernatural recall. It brings that remembrance that this is against my constitution. If the word not in you, you won't be. So for me, it's really getting an understanding that I have to get the word in me in order to uh continue to fall on the laws that actually set me free um but yeah that's all you might have to tell what you got going on at 9 30 it's gonna have to hold up that word <laughs> going for <laughs> and i ain't mean to go that long one thing that i want to say no nah, man it's needed somebody somebody go hit it and you know get some revelation you know possibly set free so one thing i do want to hit with what you said though was when you was talking about uh you know, making sure that you, uh, I'm trying to use the exact words that you were saying, but making sure that you uh, accomplish the goal, making sure that you walk in every day and you're doing exactly what it is that you're setting out to do. Um, when you was talking about the scripture, you was talking about when it said uh, a wise man thinks of death and it's not because you just constantly meditating on death, but you know, it's coming eventually. So you got to accomplish the goals that's happening. You know, everything that you set out to do, it needs to be accomplished in the time. And one thing uh, Sheol said, um, see, I we didn't got so I didn't got so colonized to the kingdom. I didn't forgot the man. Of, <laughs> what's his name? What's uh, Sheol? Uh, Paul. Paul. There we go. Yeah. See, see, I got it in me. I didn't forgot his Latin name. Um, but yeah, one thing Paul uh, Kafa, no Sheol. He said when he was dying, he was like, this it, man. You know, I've been poured out like a drink offering. I got nothing left. You know, like I did what I was supposed to do. I fought the good fight. I didn't live this life of faith. Like he basically said, I have nothing left to do. I've accomplished the purpose that I was here to set out to do. And you know the way that you do that? Like, see, regret, like regret comes in when you don't hit the goal, when you know that you left something on the table. When you didn't hit, when you didn't accomplish the purpose, when you didn't meet the goal, like a lot of these people, when they have, uh, when they have, uh, when they think about their, like, they used to play sports in high school and they see everybody going to the NBA and stuff. They'd be like, man, it could have been me, but I didn't work hard enough. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And now they, they feel with so much regret and stuff like that. And you know what, a, and you know, say, okay, say, oh, yeah. Paul, he didn't have regrets when he died. He did everything he was supposed to do. And you know how regrets come in? You know, like DJ said, doubt. Them small voices and stuff you be hearing in the beginning, like, this don't matter. Oh, it don't matter if I do this. Like, oh man, it's okay if I do this. It's okay if I skip this for the day. That's how the seed starts. It starts with that one, you you let it set in, you let it, you believe that one thought, you know, it's okay if I don't do this. 
you know, oh man, it ain't gonna work like that. People who got with low self-esteem, who be listening to them demons in your head saying all that stuff, and you don't speak to it and say you a lie, like you a mess around. <laughs> You'll mess around and not meet the goal and not hit the purpose and you won't die empty, you know, and see the father. And he say, you know, like they say, serving well done. You did what you were supposed to do, you know, and it's listening to them voices. Having, and then you'll end up with regret, you know, and it's so important that we make sure that we, you know, we we wake up and we, we constantly hear in the word. We meditate. This stuff is first in our lives, man. You know, we're not supposed to be, you know, waking up and the first thing that's on our mind is like some TV show or some rapper, you know, Drake just released the album. So now I'm thinking about Certified Lover Boy, you know, and all that other stuff. Like, you ain't supposed to be thinking about that. And that's what the media is for, is, is entertainment. It's to enter your mind and retain it. And meant, that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to enter your mind and retain it. So, you know, we have to make sure that we're seeking the Father first so that we can make sure that like he said, um, you know, all things work for your good. Those are called according to his purpose. And what's good is the things that the father planned, just like in the beginning in Bereshit Genesis, when he was saying, like, I'll create, you know, the moon and the stars to do this. He created it and it's good. I create the earth to do this. I create it and it's good. What he set out for it to do is good. Not what we said. I was telling my wife something today. And I was like, you know, we was, we, I be watching these shows and. You know, I'd be watching stuff because, like, they was talking about this guy. He was, like, a a, a a serial killer. And they was talking about how his mind was working in the things that he was going through. But a lot of times when they speak about the victims, they don't, they paint them in the most positive light. Like, they never did nothing wrong in their life, you know, when the guy murdered them. But they'll tell you, like, you know, like, this person got into drugs, they was living this life, and this, and this, and this. And it's like the thing about it that really got to me was just that as born again believers, you listen to that and you'd be like, like she had a family who was trying to help her. She decided she was just going, you know, do drugs and do this and do that and do this with her life. And then in my head, I'm like, man, she's like planting all these seeds and stuff like that to end up in a situation that will probably be bad for her. You know, and I'm not saying she deserved to get murdered. Nobody does. Nobody deserves to be hurt and stuff like that. But people plant these seeds, they're going to grow, you know. And a lot of people like the painting, like, you know, oh, you know, she was a good person. She didn't deserve this and that. But see, that's that's good in man eyes. They just, you know, she was doing drugs and all this other stuff. The seeds that she was planting, it wasn't. So, you know, that's just a long way of saying, like, man, what's good in man's eyes you know, it might seem good, but in the end, it lead to destruction. This all the enemy plan. And I'm not bashing on the girl just because, you know, she ended up murdering and stuff like that. I'm saying the enemy working. Yeah. The, the enemy planted those seeds in her life for her to end up like that. You know, so born again believers, we don't look at the person. That's why we don't hate people. We we hate the we hate the deeds, you know. Yeah. We against the deeds. So that went off on a tangent. <laughs> <But> you, <laughs> you good because we have to make sure to, to but basically saying we have to make sure that every day we're seeking him so we won't die and we won't end up with regrets. We we can hit the goal and hit our purpose. So yeah. Hit the mark. Yeah. <laughs> um and one thing that Octavian brought out was that when it when it comes to that, it is in the world there's no accountability. In the world, you know, there you aren't accountable, especially in today's society, you're you're not accountable for anything. 
Like if if I see it so much now, and I'm not, you know, I'm not Democrat or Republic. You know, we independent. We living for you know the kingdom. That, that that's the uh, the government we promote. But I see so much of people just you know that they just want to do the bare minimum, but still live like you know they're wealthy. Like you know, as much as I if as work that we've the time we put into studying, the time we've put into I remember me and my wife didn't miss you know, a cert when we were, when we were meeting in a building, excuse me, uh, we didn't miss a service. Like we were there scripture study or, you know, Bible study. We were there, um, uh, Sundays, we were there whenever, like whenever, uh, our pastors were in the building, me and my wife were there. Sometimes it'll just be me, my wife and our pastor. Like that's how dedicated we were. And then for somebody, you know, to come in and, and just say, you know, well, you don't know what you, uh, what you talking about, what you saying, or how can you talk like this? Or, you know, where is the wisdom coming from the teacher? I'm like, man, we put time in, we've invested the time when it comes to, you know, I look at my business, you know, some people may say, well, how did you get this far? The time I invested, you know, if you look at the knowledge that Octavian has when it comes to media or even social media, every time I talk to this man, he talking about something he learned new when it comes to uh, social media marketing. So it, it's time that's invested in these things. And when it comes to, um, uh, as Octavian was saying, you, you know, you're either, he said it before, you're either dedicating your time to uh, promote or build up yourself in the kingdom, or, you know, you're basically setting yourself up to live a life of darkness. And one thing that I, I do want to say, you know, with that accountability, some people are actually too hard on themselves and they become what he talked about was guilty. Um, and our pastor put this the best, uh, the best way I've ever heard it. But he said, um, Self-guilt is a, no, suicide is a manifestation or what did he say? Basically, you know, when someone commits suicide, that's basically. Yeah, that's the end result um, of guilt. Right. Like that's the goal of guilt. Yeah, that's what he say. Um, suicide is, is basically, you know, like uh, the manifestation of, uh, of self-guilt. So when we get to that point to where, I mean, because if, if you look at scripture, and I, uh, uh, Shepherd talked about this, but whenever someone was possessed by a demon in scripture, uh, one thing that you see is that the demon was trying to kill, kill the person. So one thing that, uh, the old serpent and his minions, what they want to do, scripture says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to take your life away because of your potential. You have potential to live out um, a life that he never could because he decided to become his own God. He decided to live a will that pleased him. He wanted to be like Elohim. You know, he wanted to sit on the throne. He wanted to, what is it? Ascend to the heavens. He wanted these things. Uh, but when it comes to us, you know, we have a chance to get right back in the line. The father loved us so much that even though, you know, our father Adam failed, he still gave us an opportunity to get in line with him so that he can give us the benefits of the kingdom and living out. Cause he gave the earth to us the, you know, when we look at life and we look at, well, this is too hard or that's too hard. He basically set everything in place for us to succeed. What keeps us in that mode of failure is thinking that we don't have any other choices, but the choice that is given to us is the choice to live out our free will, uh, in choosing him and his word. 
And once we do that, we'll see the benefits in scriptures or the laws that have been set for us to succeed. And I, man, I promise you, <laughs> I was um, talking to, to my wife and um, she was like, I was going through something one day. She was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I felt like I lost my mind for a good five minutes. But then I remembered um, that I'm an, you know, that I'm an overcomer, you know, uh, scripture says, speak to that mouth. So when things come up, I speak it, I speak the word and I, I can't, I can tell you countless number of times where things have come up and I spoke the word and I just left it at that and kept on going. There's nothing that's stopping us from living out our purpose, but us. So in order, it, it's our belief system. <laughs> it's the way that we think, you know, even in, um, and I'm about to switch gears real quick, Octavian, and I know you're going to have uh, a book to write on this. But when it comes to our health, what's hindering us in our health, it, it's our thinking. You know, we think uh, because we can't eat anything else or I don't know um, what's good for my body or uh, when it comes to even just, you know, sickness and disease. You know, uh, I pass it all the time. Why is it your diabetes? Why is it, you know, uh, <laughs> your thyroid? Why is it? Like why, why is it yours? You know? It, it, so you have these health issues that are actually uh, can be, uh, you know, because the, the medical field doesn't look to cure. They're looking to treat the symptoms. But you have stem cells in your body that will heal you uh, if you believe. <laughs> and so in order for us to be here, we have to believe. And it's so hard. I've been talking to a guy I know. And if you look at the and, medical industry emblem with the <laughs> the the snake on the little they thing, yeah. yeah, that's that just comes from Exodus when he told him, "Look upon the snake, and you will be healed." But at the mm -hmm. same time, we know that the Father says that you know two kingdom a kingdom can be divided amongst itself. Like how is he here to make death, but yet he healing people? You know, right? I don't hear the medical industry proclaiming proclaiming their kingdom citizens until they are part of the kingdom. So, but you know, <laughs> I just leave that there. Like you say, we I got mean, books we can write on that. <laughs> and I, I mean, you're right. I mean, I don't think health is my area, but it's just what, I, what I'm really focusing on is the belief system. Oh, we touch it, on everything, man. It, yeah, <laughs> we do. We, we really do health, wealth, yeah, all of them. citizens, we everything. You're right. Um, that, um, that snake, though, when you look at that, that image, that's actually uh, comes from the Hebrew alphabet tet. And is uh, a lot of times making reference to a choice. So when when you see that, I mean, uh, especially when it comes to the medical field, uh, a lot of times it's uh, a choice that you're making in your life to choose what you would think will heal you. But in reality, the choices that you are, I mean, the, the truth is you're already healed. Man, you better bring so, back that Derek Anderson YouTube page. <laughs> Man, it's so much that's in uh scripture but we, it's been it's been hidden because uh what's the verse it's the uh the king no it's elohim elohim is the one who uh conceals a matter but it's talking about his word but it's the king's honor to search it out so really we're supposed to search out you know in matthew Yahoo 6 and 33 but seek ye first his kingdom uh but seek ye first but seek you first his kingdom and his righteousness uh and all these things shall be added to you. So one thing about this seek is talking about meditate. So meditate on his kingdom. Uh, and the whole point of meditation is to bring illumination. And so there are so many things that are in the word, but so many people have been touching the surface because it's been locked up 
in religion. So what we're trying to do is take the 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 chains off. Dr. Larry taught a series on breaking the chains of mind control. So and he focused so much back then on uh the Roman Greco type thinking and and at the time I didn't understand why that was so important, but I see it now. Because as long as you stay locked into their religion, it limits to you. It limits you into what you can actually do in your life if you don't have the right type of thinking. And in order to have the right type of thinking, we have to think like those who were writing the scriptures. So in order to to know how you know to have to understand that they had when they wrote the scripture, we have to go back to the original language and pull out those. Um, what should I say? Pull out the, the text in its original meaning in order to gain that original understanding so we have a better understanding of how to live it out. Because once we're able to live it out, then we're living just how the Father willed for us to live in, for Adam to, to live in the beginning. But yeah. And, you know, I, you know, just, you know, we write out topics and stuff like that, but we get to talking, <laughs> you know, the Spirit just lead us and stuff like that. But man, like, I, I just want to say, like, you know, and this will kind of tie back to what I was saying earlier and everything you're saying right now. But mankind just they they don't realize it, but they need a, they need the father so bad. Like that whole, you know, you speak a lot about, you know, don't become formed, but transform the way of thinking. The way that we've been going about doing things and trying to figure things out, it's just not working, man. And that's why we end up with. You know so many tragic situations and stuff that happen and yet we hear it all the time like we're living in a world where like so-called good people are trying to do good things but yet with just bad stuff just keep on happening you know people dying young you know people being taken away from here before their time you know sickness disease poverty my and, it, and it's all because of the mindset the things that we try to latch on to to say that this is good and that is good and this is how you make it and this is how they make it. At the end of the day, if you are not connected to your source, you cannot make it. You are going to you are going to starve. Just like if there is a stream that's a branch off from a river, if you ever cut off that stream that stream's connection from the river, eventually it's going to dry out. That stream will be no more. Because it's gone from its source. It's not no longer connected to its source. Just like all the time when we talk about food. Where do our bodies come from? Well, if if you born again, because you know, I'm I'm just starting to get like pastor. You know, I'm talking to those who born again. If you ain't born again, don't worry about what I'm talking about. You know, I'm I'm not finna be one of them people who out here trying to, you know, have a message for everybody. With those who who have ears to hear, you gonna hear. So our bodies, they come from the dirt. If you're not eating things that come from the dirt, most times we eat stuff that come from a lab. I get so tired of hearing people when I go out, you be a smooth 25 to 30 years old and you talking about your knees acting up. You talking about your back acting up. This hurt, that hurt. It's a reason why it's hurting. Man, um, Yosef, Yeshua's heavenly father, that man died in his late 100s and he worked up until the last day of his life. With no pain, no sickness, no disease. I remember one time I used to act, ask my uncle, like, why is it that people are, like dying so early today? You know, like we read scripture, you know, my goodness, people leave, living all the way up to 900, you know. And the first thing he said, main thing is diet. You know, one main thing why we don't live so long is diet. And that's because our we're not connecting our bodies back to its source. We need to eat things from the source, you know, which is the earth, plants, fruits. 
things like that you know i would say you know meat meat can count in there too but you know some people will say you blaspheme and saying that um because <laughs> the animals came from the dirt so um also when it comes to us spiritually you know our spirit we're spiritual beings with a soul that just so happens to live in a body this body is not the main thing you know if you live life you can obviously tell there's a separation between you and your body when you have your minds like let's just say you setting your mind on fasting when you say you doing one thing your body say nope we doing something else you gonna eat you gonna do this i'm hungry you gonna feed me you know and that's because you can tell we're we're just not these bodies like so we're spiritual beings living in a body that spirit came from the father it came from the father of all spirit beings if you're not connected to it you are going to fail you are in spiritual death we cannot make our own way it's so hard and, and that's why you see so much no matter what solutions man come up with at the end of the day we still failing you know so we have to make sure that we get back connected to our source you know we can say so much this person doing good deeds he doing this he donating millions of dollars to the salvation army he you know helping you know poor folks on the street he gave so much to this he was always nice to everybody then the scripture tell you you know your good deeds to me are like filthy rags why because i didn't tell you to do all that i created you with a purpose and a design you said you're gonna do what you want to do and that's why i always people be thinking i'm crazy when i tell people like you be talking about equating you be like trying to you know equate man's purpose to like these devices like when i say that's like you saying you doing what you want to do is like the car that you uh the manufacturer made told for you know what i'm not being a car i'm just gonna go out here and, and be a surfer i'm finna just go surf and people look at you like you crazy and i like the reason why you think that the only difference between you is the father made you with a wheel that's the only difference he gave you a wheel and you abusing your wheel i ain't gonna sit here and just keep rebuking folk but uh <laughs> and next thing you know demetrius is gonna be better to be talking about dang octavian exactly. why are you doing them like that like <laughs> octavian gonna empty the church <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be somebody love who gonna be like man look i'm trying to hear what you're talking about because you're making sense and and you know that just goes with this generation with people like you know fathers and stuff like that you have fathers that literally sit down and speak stern and you want to say he 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 dominated you too harsh you this you that you know we got too much effeminate men out here but you know we you know you could talk we could go you know you I, dj got something that he could speak on on that but we got too much effeminate men People used to, uh, I had an uncle, Uncle Ray, you know, he a legend for anybody who know me, who hear me talk about him. You know, my wife, you know, be thinking everything I'll be telling him is a fairy tale. I'm like, ain't no fairy tale. That man real. But like, you know, he, he, he was a real man. When he spoke, people listened. I can remember times it'd be three in the morning, people sleep. He, he in the house screaming, saying who did something. Everybody woke up and got that attention, you know, like real men who came out here and was stern and serious about what they say. Like, and that's why, you know, people don't be hearing from the Holy Spirit for real. They'll be hearing from the Father for real. Because when he says something, it's, look, you need to listen. Stern, yeah. strong. Ain't no, well, you know, if it's what you want to do, I'm just putting my opinion out here. There ain't none of that, man. 
So that that's what it is. People just don't, you know, that's another thing. People just don't have strong fathers out here, men who are out here being men for real, you know, in their roles for real, you know. So you can go ahead. I, I think I, you know, they didn't click nah. off the podcast already, man. We just talking <laughs> to ourselves now. <laughs> nah, you good. Um, and I got well, time almost up uh, for me. You can keep going solo if you want to. I know you got two more hours left in. Nah, I, uh, I know you holding back. You you should tell them they gotta wait. <laughs> uh, is when it comes to to the men like Octavian and Sam, one thing about it is that you know men have positions, uh, in the earth. So when we, especially me, like I didn't. <laughs> Before I was born again, you know, I was my wife and I were dating. So, you know, we dated for a while since uh like 2010. So, what's that? It's been oh, it's been 11 years. So, a lot of stuff I was just let her make decisions. I'm like, you know, you decide. You do it. I I don't care, you know. She says she going to school, you know, I say I say I follow you. I just go to school with you, you know. And anything, you know, I was I didn't have a purpose. So, I was like I didn't I didn't care. You know, I was a, a man without vision. So it was a lot in me. And I, I just look at like my wife now and I look at, well, I look at myself too, but I'm just looking at my wife and like how she submitted to the position. I'm just, I'm just so grateful because I'm like, I really got a matzo easier. Like, um, with what's some reason, I mean, with the ministry, like I've been busy doing a lot of things. My wife started doing stuff for the, for the media ministry. And I'm just like, man, like this is helping me with time, uh, with our business. I didn't have time to, uh, speak to a lot of the customers to, to make invoices. My wife took it over and it's just like, she's really supporting the vision that's in me. And like with her stepping in that role, it, it just gives me that new found respect, not only for my wife, but for the father. I'm like, Elohim, like you, when, when you walk in the positions that he has set forth for us, you see the, um, you see him. That's what you see. You see him because you see how he intended for us to live. You 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 see how stress free stress free we're actually supposed to be. But the problem is Octavian was saying is that so many people with their free will choose to do their own thing. Even when it comes to to ministry, some people say, "Well, I think this is good that I'm giving eight hundred dollars uh to to the church because um you know the Father gonna bless me because I'm giving eight hundred dollars." And uh you know you got a light bill. Uh, a house note, um, uh, what else? A car note, and and with eleven, with twenty two percent interest rate. You know, you got all this, and you just trying to uh give some money so you can receive. You know, we don't we don't give to receive. You know, we practice principles. So when it comes to uh giving, when it comes to doing anything, it's all about practicing principles so that we can again um use them uh in order to be a reflection of. The king, you know, the kingdom citizens, you know, who are showing heaven on earth. Like you can tell when somebody is from New York because the way that they talk. You can tell when somebody is from uh like down south because I, you know, we have different dialect, our southern accents. You know, there are words that we use that others don't. Uh, when it comes to being a kingdom citizen, we have a, a whole culture. There are things that Octavian and I will talk about to somebody else, and they'll say, "Man, like you know, y'all talk. You know, they can hear both of us talk. Say, man, y'all sound a lot alike." Well, that's because we come from or what we learn from or what we're uh, walking into is uh, a different culture, which is the kingdom culture. And when we understand that we have a different culture to live and abide by that has been set that has been set up for us to succeed in order to bring not glory, you know, to ourselves to say, you know, I'm 
great because I'm a kingdom citizen, but we understand our positions and how we're supposed to glorify the father and use our influence to show others that they can do the same thing. Because when it comes all down to it, it's all about building up a nation. If you look at the nation of Islam, one thing about them is that they stick together. You know, they promote each other. They, um, they have different, <laughs> they have different, um, what do you call them? Are they called mosques? I don't know what they call them in the nation of Islam. They have different, um, yeah, I don't know what they call them either. Yeah, but they all across different cities, but they set up in, in like different, you can even look at uh, church denominations and how, how they set up. But they all, um, a lot of church denominations, if you go to one, it's almost like you've been to another. They say the same things. They have the same teachings. They have the same this because it's all coming from, as Octavian said, a source. So there's a source for that denomination. There's a source when it comes to the nation of Islam, all of it's coming from, you know, uh, who was the guy? Elijah Muhammad. Um, so for us, you know, our source is Elohim. And when we're looking at Elohim, he's showing us how to be a father. He's showing us how to live a successful life. He's showing us how we should take care of our bodies. You know, uh, Yeshua referred to his body as a temple. So, you know, when you think about a temple and you bring things inside of it, uh, you, I mean, you take care of it. There's nothing that you want to bring into the temple that you want to defile it. When, when he went into the temple, he saw that they were, um, you know, what were they doing? Selling, uh, offerings and, um, uh, what was it? Collecting taxes. You know, he turned it over because, you know, what are you doing with my father's house? What we are, we are a house for the Holy Spirit. So <laughs> when we learn to take in, uh, who talked about it? Shao talked about it in Corinthian. Um, about when you commit sexual immorality, how you're basically defiling uh, the body because it's a temple for the Holy Spirit. So when we understand to take care of our body, take care of our mind, to take care of our uh, uh, who we are in the essence of having to understand that the Father created us for a purpose, then we'll uh, have more respect for who we are in the earth and what we're supposed to do. But yeah, uh, but yeah, that was my closing. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I can close with uh with the original thought you started this off with was you saying that and you know uh I was talking about men being uh effeminate and I'm not gonna say I was effeminate but I'll say there were uh, areas in my life where I wasn't uh showing true father characteristics and true manly characteristics because the scriptures say men be men you know um and you know it's walking the purpose and the design of how a man is supposed to be there were a lot of times you know like if uh me and my wife kind of like saw at odds about something like some came up we had difference of opinion i threw my hands up real quick like look i ain't whatever you want i ain't going back and forth about nathan period like if that's what you want we just go see if it work out and if it don't work out you know who went that way i ain't do it and you know that was that was just a horrible way to be a father if a father know this is the way we supposed to go and you the leader like and you know the father that's why he went to adam when stuff went crazy he came and looked at him like what happened and the father knew he he knew everything that happened he knew Maltese and he ate the fruit i ain't gonna say ate the fruit we know this not what happened but he know uh Maltese and Nige was the one who took on that knowledge first and influenced her husband so but he went to Adam. what happened and you're like that's the it was the woman you gave me no nah, no nah, wh what why you let it happen you know and that was the same thing he was gonna come to say and say to me i had you in a position where you were supposed to lead it don't matter what she was doing you were supposed to lead and take care of that and say this and this and this 
but me just not wanting to debate so much, you know, I was just like, man, you can have it, you know. And, you know, just a lot of times I found myself just, you know, just letting stuff go and just letting stuff be when it shouldn't have been that way, you know. And thank Elohim for his mercy, you know. Now I've, I've changed, you know, and in his in his light and darkness, you can figure out where those things come from because that's how it was a lot of times when I grew up. Like, you know, man, look, when I grew up, women will bicker you to death. Like I have seen men walk out of their house and not come back. You know, so in my mind, I'm like, look, <laughs> if he going through that, as soon like, ain't worth it. You know, say so you can have it. So you know, that's where it came from, and I had to uproot that because the father's like, hey, you ain't supposed to be like that, and you supposed to trust the Holy Spirit in your wife that she gonna know your leading instead of you just off the rip saying that you ain't finna do something, you ain't finna argue just because you don't want to have an argument. You know, so. We can go ahead and close on that. So that's another Kingdom Conversations. We did not get to any topics that we had uh, <laughs> to get to. We was on limited time and, you know, Holy Spirit moving, you know. So I guess we did. You start off with the testimonies. I guess we did have an old Kojic. The only thing we didn't do is shout. So, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, man, we just thank everybody who, who listened to this. Uh, we pray that uh, you got something from it. We pray that we said something that, you know, moving in you that you can go ahead and, you know, make some adjustments and some changes in your life. You know, because that's that's what we all here for. We Like like I said in the beginning, iron sharpens iron. We're here to help everybody grow. You know, we all trying to get to that same place. And as ambassadors, which we are, you know, if you become born again as ambassadors, you represent the kingdom. So every day is an opportunity for you to share light, you know, and show love, you know, represent who the father really is. So any last words you want to, uh, you have DJ before we get out of this, all you got. Yeah, I got one. Um, I know one thing that rises up in some people that they say, well, you know, who are you to tell me what to do? Or, you know, when, when you're doing a teaching like this or explaining things when it comes to uh, the word or even just about life in general, because so many people have their own different ideologies. Um, uh, well, one thing about me and Octavian is that, you know, we, um, this is what we were called to do. So what we're doing is actually being obedient to our calling. It's nothing that we're trying to do to make people feel less than or saying that we're better. Uh, you, you really aren't supposed to teach what you, what you know and what you do. Uh, we're not trying to uh, say that we are perfect, but we are, uh, if we walk in, in the image because once we're born here, we made an image and likeness of father. But if we're walking in that, then, you know, in his, in, in his eyes, then, you know, we are perfect because we're in right alignment with him and we're leave, living his kingdom sitting. So uh, just wanted to say that a little bit. Speak for yourself, man. I'm flexing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm playing. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for um, joining us for another Kingdom Conversations. We have more on the way. We're going to get Demetrius back on here. You know, we don't know where he at right now, but he's going to come back on the show. You know, so uh, thank you guys and Shalom.